back to another episode of the College Football Overdrive Podcast. My name is Fred Perdue. I am one of your hosts. I'm joined by my esteemed colleague, Rick Brown, as we talk playoffs. Playoffs? Yeah, playoffs. What's up, Rick? Hey, man. Hey, thank you for having me back. I, I was sure after that last episode that, uh, yeah, I thought the powers that be were going to kick me to the curb, but they had <laughs> they went to the holiday spirit and they understood exactly where I was coming from. So shout out to uh, to to everybody at uh, CFB Overdrive and um, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank 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 you very much. <laughs> yeah, we got a little rowdy the last time, but a little I mean, rowdy, rowdy. Look, look, the eggnog was flowing. Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, but the, the, the people want it. They, they love this. They love it. They love it. And we're here to supply every, all of their college football needs. And to do that, we make sure you guys should definitely continue following us. If you're new to the show, make sure you go follow the show on Twitter, CFB Overdrive. You can follow myself at Fred Produce CFB. Rick, where can they find you on Twitter for a lot more of what they got last time? I, well, all right. Truth be told. I'm going to change my Twitter handle so Uh-oh. they can't find me. Uh-oh. But for now, find me at RickBrown91. At RickBrown91. <laughs> Shh, don't tell no one because they're chasing me. They're coming after me. They're Yikes. coming to get me. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, find me at, on Twitter at RickBrown91. And let's have some fun, man. So we're going to get right into it because we got playoffs to talk about. But we got a little bit of news and, and some quick picks to make. Before we talk a little bit of playoffs, to, so just the biggest piece of news that dropped yesterday. This one was a bombshell. Did not expect this one at all. Former, or let, let me address him correctly because I have a soft spot for this one individual. Uh, he's a former. He was the former GM at the University of Miami, a Hall of Famer, an NFL Hall of Famer, uh, the best bust in the NFL Hall of Fame, bar none. Greatest safety to ever play this game. Just going to call it the way I see it. Uh, He comes from the U. You know how I love my guys at Miami. Uh, One Ed Reed has been tabbed to be the next head coach at one Bethune-Cookman University. How are you feeling about this? Every You've seen him on the sidelines at at, – I guess that was with with Miami, wasn't he on the sidelines with Miami? He just... Yeah, he was the GM. He was a GM, so he was like right below the president and athletic director, right <laughs> over the, pres- over the uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. College football has GMs. That makes no sense. No, that doesn't make any sense at all. But anyway, um, c- congrats. Uh, I guess I-, I guess he's, you know, whenever. Whenever uh, Hall of Famers or, or top athletes go this route, I guess now it's going to be um, labeled as the Dion route, even though uh, many had done it in the past before. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see. Cookman has had athletes in the past. And, I mean, Florida is a a, a, a ground of just great athletes. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see a staff and just to see um, if he can put it together. Um, I'm looking I'm looking forward to it to just seeing what he can do. 
Um, yeah, yeah. And keeping the spotlight on HBCUs, you know, I, I'm always I'm always down for that anyway. So, uh, congrats. I'm not going to even take any any cracks at at my um, my arch rivals. I'm glad they got someone who who they like, and I hope that uh, he can deliver for them, except against one game a year. Yeah, yeah. Um, this one was a tough one. I knew he would at some point want to be a coach again. Uh, he was actually a coach at one point in 2016. He was an assistant DBs coach with the Buffalo Bills with his guy Rex Ryan uh, in 2020. Again, he was hired as in an advisory role, that being the GM position um, under Manny Diaz um, or over Manny Diaz, if you want to call it that. Um you would always see him at practice and you'd see him working with guys like Avante Williams and uh, James Williams and some of the other safeties and, and corners. So you, you had, you got an idea. He had an itch for coaching. Um, anybody else, it could have been anybody else. I'm a, I have a little bit of, it's like bittersweet. It's like, yeah, you gotta, you, you know, a guy, one of our guys got it, but I, not him. It could have been somebody else. Um, my, my overall outlook on this, it's not going to be as sweet as Jackson state was. Um, it's going to be, while there's a lot of talent, uh, in the state of Florida and I can't lie to you. I, I I remember watching Bethune play Miami and they had some athletes. Some of those guys, they, I'm like, hold on. That, that looks like a D1 guy right there. That guy could probably play on play with the big boys, and yet he's over here. I mean, he's got speed to burn. Uh, but I don't think it'll be as sweet. I don't think you, you're you not going to have as many resources as one Jackson State had. Dion is a whole different type of character in himself. So if you think maybe you're going to get the recruits like he did, mm, but it's – Ed is one of those more quiet, reserved guys. You know, see, at least that's what he gives off. And Dion is a whole different type of cat. So I'm interested to see, but at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if two years from now, three years from now, we're saying it didn't work out and he's coming back or he's going and moving on to the NFL and he's got connect somewhere else and he's he's just not this wasn't it i could i could easily see that also mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we shall see well i mean uh it, it's it is amazing that um well not amazing but i think it's great that these um that coaches are giving um are taking chances uh they're going to um black colleges and, and 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 while i know this is just a stepping stone um for for more than likely for ed i mean why wouldn't it be he's not an alumnus of an hbcu so that is not his dream job but it should give him ample experience and it should give him um what it feels like to 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 have to coach men so um should be interesting, definitely. I was actually when I when the news dropped, I was like, "Don't they play us again?" And man, I, I, I'm sorry, but I'm gonna have to. We, we're probably gonna have to drop fifty on you. But we don't. The Canes don't see um, Ed Reed. They actually get to see your guys. 
your Rattlers, the other orange and green team. Uh, so the original orange and green team, the original, but the other, you know, you, know, other. you guys, yeah, the, you guys uh, are the other orange and green now. Other, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, other, other. Mm. Anyways, um, but so you know, uh, whenever that time comes, um, then you go to Florida State. That's not the point. <laughs> that's not the point. That is not. We said we weren't going to do this. See, you you try to get me. I was in a good holiday spirit. You know, um, I'm trying to just like be nice and kind. And and you just want to just, you want to take me there. I poked the bear. I try to forget those Florida State days. You know, know, having to walk around campus with orange and green on and people look at you funny. Yeah. No, they probably thought you were from across the track. No, so, no, 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 no. I, I visibly had a Miami U. Oh, no, it's not just orange and green with me. It's always I, – I, because I know there's another orange and green out there. I need to display, you know, who who that orange and green belongs to. But rather, that's rather here nor there. Um, good luck to Coach Reed. Um, I'll be paying attention to Bethune Cookman University to see what they do uh, going forward, and I'm, I'm the best of luck to him. We have one quick thing we have um, before we kind of get into these bowl picks. Um, we had to a little piece of news that really kind of caught my eye last night, and I, I think I texted to you uh, this transfer portal thing, right? <laughs> transfer portals and quarterbacks. Sam Hartman, one of the better quarterbacks in this league, in the in this in this country, uh, in the country, one of the better ones in the ACC. He's jumped into the portal, but yet played in a game. And then Grayson McCall, Coastal Carolina quarterback, which I can understand his situation because his head coach is gone. That kind of changes everything. Uh, he's jumping in the portal. He got hurt uh, last night in the in the bowl game against East Carolina, which that was a damn good bowl game. Um, But, yeah, you have, I mean, the quarterback movement, top guys, even at the G5 level, are are moving some good, really good talent moving around. And little birdie told me Sam Hartman's moving on to Notre Dame. Uh, That's unfortunate for him. Um, But, yeah, you know, just a little nugget out there. So pay attention for you guys to pay attention to. I think that's, I mean, it, it's amazing how <clears throat> starting quarterbacks are, are, are moving. I, I just, I, I, starters in general, I just don't get it. Uh, I just don't get it, man. I, I, yeah, okay, I can get it. Your your head coach leaves, even though you're supposed, they tell you from the giddy up, don't fall in love with your head coach. Mm-hmm. But regardless, I mean, that's what people are going to do. Relationships. I understand that. That's fine. You're the starter. A power five. <laughs> Where are you going? To Notre who Dame? Almost beat, who almost beat Clemson. Took Clemson to the wire. To Notre Dame? I mean, don't get me wrong. I I, I, I mean, I'm not a Notre Dame hater like my, my colleague here. Yeah, I hate Matter of fact, I, lo- I mean, um, I, I really like the head coach. Um, yeah. I just don't like – I just – this transfer, I tell you, Wild Wild West, do do do, Wild yeah. Wild West. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 crazy, and I think it's gonna get crazier. Um, just with the way 
we have everybody has the COVID rule still, COVID eligibility left, and it's it, these transfer rules have changed everything. I mean, we got guys hanging around with seven who've been in college for seven years, <laughs> nine years. I mean, we, we used to joke about that stuff in college. Like, yeah, I'm on the seven year program. <laughs> <laughs> Like that's a that's an accomplishment now. Like, yeah. ugh, I, I don't get it, but it is what it is when it comes to these to these players. For me, it's it's like you better come out with at least a, a, a PhD, couple master's degrees. You and you better play because if you aren't playing, I mean, what's the point? Hey, to each his own. Mm-hmm. Um. It, while we were away, we did have some bowl games. Uh, just to kind of highlight and go back real quick, we did have uh, on Friday the 23rd, we had Louisiana and Houston. Uh, Houston came away 23-16. The aforementioned Wake Forest came away with a 27-17 victory over Missouri. Very good game. Uh, we had Middle Tennessee State facing off against San Diego State. They won 25-23. Um, makes my makes my heart hurt knowing that that team put so many points on us uh, on my canes early in the year, and yet they're struggling with teams like never mind. Anyway, um, we also had uh, Memphis uh, face off last night on the twenty seventh, uh, thirty against uh, Utah State, thirty eight to ten. The aforementioned Coastal Carolina faced off against East Carolina. Uh, East Carolina put it on them, 53 to 29. Grayson McCall did get injured in that game, but nonetheless. And the 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 gem of the night, Wisconsin, 24-17. Luke Fickle gets his first victory as the head coach of the Wisconsin Badgers. I am looking forward to seeing what that team has in store. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yes, indeed. <laughs> Fickle's a damn good coach, and it's, it's it's going to be interesting to see if he if he if he is able to recruit to Wisconsin. Number one, and then number two, um, will it still be three yards in a cloud of dust, or will he open it up like he did before? So, if Green Bay can open it up, and I know we're talking pro game, so it's a little different if they can open it up. I think Luke Fickle has a little something up his sleeve, and I might start watching Wisconsin football again. Uh, haven't watched in a couple years since my guy Jonathan Taylor uh, left, but looking forward to it. Uh, we have bowl game, some rapid picks here. Uh, we'll run through it. We have Kansas and Arkansas. That game is currently on right now. Uh, I've, I took Arkansas in this one. Kansas right now is, is up 7-3 to three with about eight minutes left in the first quarter. A live pick? What do you think? Um, can't remember who I picked. I think I picked Kansas more than likely. Um, so let's just go Kansas for the hell of it, mm. even if I didn't pick them. Love it. Uh, we have the Holiday Bowl, Oregon facing off against North Carolina. Um, who fireworks? I expect fireworks in this game. Uh, give me the North Carolina Tar Heels. Drake May go continues his tear. And gives us a preview of what could come next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll probably be motivated, but give me Oregon just because I don't think the freshman's ready. I, I think they're going to have a letdown. 
Ooh. A holiday let down, let's say. Ooh, I see what you did there. Uh, we have the Texas Bowl, Texas Tech Red Raiders facing off against the Ole Miss Running Rebels, a.k.a. the Lane Train. Give me the Lane Train all day, every day. Man, the Lane Train upset me, man. I'm picking them, but I, they, I'm still disappointed. I'm not sure how I missed this one, but just a, a quick one. This one, this one already happened. But we had UCF and and Duke facing off in the military bowl. Whew. How did we get? How did we get two teams that were not in the military in the military, military bowl? Exactly. Can we get a round? Can somebody one of the military? Can we just get an Army Navy rematch? Hmm. Who knows? Army yeah. Air Force. Yeah, Who yeah. knows? Um, but Duke came away with with that one. Duke has had, has quietly had a really good season. Uh, finished eight and four uh, with some big signals with some wins over names. I won't say necessarily big wins, but wins over names. One Miami. Um, I want to forget that. Never want to remember it ever again. But 30 to four, 30 to 13. Uh, the Dukies, maybe, maybe they might, might be a little bit of more than a basketball school going for Mike Elko. We'll see. Good way to start. Yeah. Congrats. But um, uh, no. Uh, on tomorrow, the 29th, we have the Syracuse Orange facing off against the Minnesota Golden Gophers in the Pinstripe Bowl. Ooh. Yeah, who are you picking in this one? You rolling the book or you rolling with Dino Babers? Ooh, this is hard. This is hard. This is hard for me. Because I've been rowing the boat all year and I've been even picking oranges from the orange tree. <sighs> I think I picked the boat roars, but give me the orange. Syracuse has struggled down the stretch. When they started out undefeated, Sean Tucker was killing it. He was a Heisman Trophy um, contender. That sounds all all great and and all. Row the boat. Row the boat by 10. I'm just going to say it now, by 10. Yeah. That that Golden Gopher team came out. They they quietly had a really good year and got mixed into that S into that uh, Big Ten uh, West whatever that was jumbled up everything. They were in contention. They weren't in contention. Yeah, they were in it to the end and they actually finished second. So yeah, give me the give me the Golden Gophers in that one. Um, we have the Oklahoma Sooners facing off against the Florida State Seminoles in the Cheez It Bowl in Orlando. As much as I hate saying this, give me the Knowles, and I don't think this one's going to be close. Uh, I think the de- I've said it all year. Florida State's defense is fast and physical. Uh, Jared Verse and com- company are going to have a field day against the offense that kind of struggled down the stretch. Um, give me the Knowles. I hate saying it. Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah. No, you don't even have to ask me. <laughs> that one's easy. That one was easy, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, we have the Texas Longhorns facing off against the Washington Huskies in the Alamo Bowl. Quinn Ewers is a really good quarterback, and I think he can. He might have some momentum built going forward. Um, your guy, Michael Penix Jr., was a Heisman candidate throughout the year. Uh, I like what Washington is building, but give me the give me the Longhorns to show me. I think we're gonna get what we got a few years back when, and it's not to that degree that because it's it's not a you know playoff contender type team, 
Uh, but when Sam Ellinger said we're back and all of that, not you're not back, but I think you could do really nice things. Hmm. Uh, give me the Longhorns. Mm, I got to go with my homeboy. Mm, let's go. Let's go, Michael. Let's go. Let's okay. let's 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 chop up this beef and let's have a bunch of steak. Ooh, shots fired. Okay, I like it. Uh, on Friday the thirtieth, we have Maryland facing off against Bro. NC State. Uh, as much as Ooh, I, I old I, ACC I, battle, yeah, an old ACC battle. Um, give me NC State in this one. Um, J- uh, Rakeem Jarrett isn't. I don't think he's playing in this game. Uh, your quarterback uh, Talia. AKA YOLO ball. YOLO. He's gonna throw some YOLO balls. YOLO. Um, I think that NC State, NC State, NC State has a defense that they can keep this they, they're an opportunistic defense. Um, look forward to those guys running the football, playing good defense. Give me the wolf pack. Yeah, I mean, um, NC State should win this game, but give me give me my terps. I mean, this is nothing but a heart pick here. Uh would like to see um YOLO, just just go YOLO one time and, and do it for the head coach. He he, he deserves a good one, um, a good bowl win. Let's go, Terps. Let's mm. go. Fear the turtle. Let's okay. go, Merlin. Okay, Mike Loxley, he, do, he might deserve a bowl game. He might, he might deserve a bowl win. Let's go, Merlin. We have the Pitt Panthers facing off against the UCLA Bruins in a bowl game. Chip Kelly knows a little bit about uh, the Sun Bowl. Uh, the last time I remember Oregon, well, when he was at Oregon, he had a he was in the Sun Bowl against a a, a USF team that had um, Matt Grothy on it, if I remember correctly. Legarrett Blunt and company faced off against US, USF. That's been a while. I went in my bag pretty deep. Yeah, um, but yeah, man, man, that wasn't the one Legarrett was swinging on people, was it? No, no, that was Boise State. That was Boise State. <laughs> Uh, but I, th- but they did. I, if, I remember that score felt like he was swinging on people because mm. boy, USF got the business in that game. I think BJ Daniels started in that game because uh, Matt got hurt. I, I'm again, I'm going very deep into that bag. That was like what 2006, 2007. I was in high school still. Oof, I'm getting old. Anyway, um. But yeah, give me the give me the Bruins in this one. DTR last game. Zach Charbonnet and company have a. Um, they're gonna. They're, I think this team. That team has a very good offense, and Chip Kelly is. Uh, he's going to give you an idea of what it, what that offense could look like with Dante Moore next year, um, as they roll to a victory. D T R. Enough said. Mm, okay. Um, we have the Notre Dame fighting Irish and facing off against the South Carolina uh, Gamecocks in the Gator Bowl. Generally speaking, I don't like picking Notre Dame, but they have been on a tear uh, the last, throughout the rest of the season. South yeah, Carolina, has, yeah, yeah, Coach Freeman. I ain't believing. I didn't believe in you at all. I did. I just. I just didn't. Whether it was because I just hate you guys or just the offense, whatever it was. Um, but I got to pick the Fighting Irish in this one. Uh, South Carolina is down to their fourth string tight end after guys leaving or whatever it is. I mean, they they can't even run two tight end sets. It's that bad. It's that bad. 
how if that that completely changes the the framework of your offense goal line there is no goal line <laughs> you better score between the 20s because otherwise it's going to be a long day um yeah give me the fighting irish in this one yeah yeah give me give me the fighting rudies on this one oh by the way spencer rattler's transferring and he's going to nebraska Ugh. yeah yeah it's it's according to us according to a source it's all shane beamer and the rest of the team's fault eh, mm. might not be a source but you know that's mm. what he used to say on qb1 so i'm just going with it okay yeah yeah uh we have the tennessee vols facing off against the clemson tigers in the orange bowl rumor has it both teams will wear orange i know tennessee is pulling out some all orange helmets can't wait for that one um if Hendon Hooker and Jalen Hyatt were playing in this game. I'd get I wouldn't even hesitate. Um yeah, so but he's not. Uh sure. so give me the Tigers in this one. DJ Uyangalele is transferring to Oregon State, which I don't actually mind too much. Uh they'll be able they have they actually did pretty well offensively. He'll be able to fit what they do. Um, but it's just interesting to me, guys are transferring, but they're playing in their last bowl game just so they'll have one last tape out there. Then they jump in the portal, but they've already announced before they play that they're even though they're playing, I'm announcing I'm jumping in the portal. When did we start doing this? When was this allowed? Usually, if you jump in, you say you're jumping in the portal or you were just transferring in general, you couldn't play, but guys are playing, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Uh, why is he leaving? Why is he going? Oh yeah, because they because Clemson decided that it was time to go. You know, it was oh, time oh. To go to the club. It was time no, to no, go to no. The club. I was still, I was still thinking about um Ratliff. Why is he leaving? This is just uh offensive coordinator is going to Nebraska. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I know. I'm yeah, sorry. I know that was. I know. I, that was I know. But that just—this is about his 20th school. But anyway, all right. Um, all right. All right. The Orange Bowl. Um, <laughs> hey, get it, Orange. Orange. Yeah, bowl. I got you. Uh, I yeah. got it. I was gonna say the same thing. So I'm we're on the same wavelength. Yeah. Um, um, Clemson. Give me, give me, give me Clemson because because the Top Guns are playing for um for UT. So, and I don't have to hear Rocky Top. Um. 590 times so mm. Mm. okay uh we have the we have the the sugar bowl on saturday uh the 34 on, on new year's eve we have the alabama crimson tide with bryce young and will anderson both saying they're playing because they're built different coach saban said y'all better play in this game we are not florida or lsu or Georgia, or any of these other schools. You will play in this game. That's what Coach Saban said. That's what I'm just going – I'm going with it. So, um, yeah, give me Alabama roll tide, and it's going to be really bad. If you remember back, it's been it's been about a decade since this happened, but Alabama came off of a national title. Uh, was it 2010, I want to say? It was two after the 2009 national title game, after they beat Texas the following year. They were nine and four. They lost a lot, uh, but they played one Kirk Cousins and Michigan State. Uh, you like that, right? Right. You like that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna. I liked it a lot at that point. Um, okay. okay. Yeah, they went on to completely obliterate Michigan State and win a national title the following year. 
they reloaded greatly. I think we're going to see shades of that in this game. Um, Bryce Young is going to solidify why he is probably going to be the number one overall pick uh, in the next, in the upcoming draft, and they're going to treat Kansas State like they are Kansas State. No offense to Kansas State Wildcat fans, by the way, but roll tie. <clears throat> roll tie. By the way, Alabama flipped um, the number one offensive tackle, Caden Proctor from Iowa, who was a commit to Iowa up until the last minute, not saying there was money involved or anything, but, um, you know, he's been committed to Iowa from day one and all of a sudden. But, yeah, they got they got a real good class. They got the number one class, and that solidified it. Think Coach Saban's dead in the water? Nah. Nah. Just saying. Um, we have the Iowa Hawkeyes facing off against the Kentucky Wildcats in the Music City Bowl. Will Levis is this his last game? More than likely. Uh, everyone loves him in the NFL draft. All the draft junkies love him. I don't. Um, I think he'll be a bust, but we'll save that for when Shane comes on. Uh, give me the Wildcats because actually I take that back. Give me the I can't believe I'm saying this. Give me the Hawkeyes in this one. I don't believe in Will Levis at all. Um, I think he'll be confused. uh, uh, Kirk Ferentz's defense is going to uh, pull this one out. Nah. Ooh. Oh. Whoa. Okay. Wildcats. Okay. Okay. All right. So we got playoffs. I I won't bore you guys anymore. We got playoffs. Okay. We got playoffs. Yeah. Playoffs. Playoffs. Uh, we have the first matchup, our 3-2 matchup. Uh, we have the uh, T- uh, TCU Horn Frogs facing off against the Michigan Wolverines The Wolver- in the Fiesta Bowl. The Wolverines are seven-and-a-half-point favorites in this game. I'll let you start this one. No respect. This one? no respect. I mean, geez, seven-and-a-half points? I mean, one win against Ohio State. Makes you the two world wins against now. Ohio State back to run that. Give these people they respect. I, I'm not a all Michigan right. guy. All right, all right. I'm gonna give them respect. their respect. They ran yeah. it back. They 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 went back to back. All right, wow. But that's the only win they've had this year, <clears throat> and, and, and now they are they are set seven and a half. Really? Oh man. I think that's just a total total mistake there. But I can't pick against them. Wow. Really? You you did I hear that correctly? Let me say that again so I can, you know, so I don't have to run the tape. I've been riding, I've been riding TCU all <laughs> year long. All year. I can't believe it. Shout, shout out to the to the fight Joe Briggs. Uh they really impressed me this year. Um with their comebacks and they just seem like a team of destiny. Um, but in the, um, in the championship game, in the conference championship game, uh, midnight struck. I think um, Cinderella, Cinderella, uh, no fairy godmothers are going to be around for this one, even though they're still in. There's something about this Michigan team. They're tough. They they run the ball very well. They don't turn the ball over. They force turnovers. 
give me the fighting um Harbaugh? um Walmart pants. Um yeah, um yeah. Give me give me the fighting Harbaugh's. Give me okay. Michigan. Okay. Hail Michigan. Oh, go blue. <clears throat> Hail to the victors. Yeah. Wow. I don't have I won't spend too long on this one. But the one thing I noticed in this game when, when it came to TCU, TCU struggled to stop the run against Kansas State in the championship game. And what does Michigan do really, 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 really good? They I run mean, the ball really, really good. well. Really, really well. well. Yeah. Good enough that they are they average 243 yards a game, which is good for 12th in the country. Um, TCU allows about 150 yards per game, which is good for 115th in the country. Something's got to give. And Michigan, the defense is solid as well. J.J. McCarthy kind of had a coming out party against Ohio State. Do I think he'll have that again? Probably not. Uh, but this Michigan team, they're they don't do anything. They do they run the ball really well, but everything else, there, there's no real weaknesses. Offensive line is solid. Receivers, okay. Donovan Edwards is a monster. Uh Blake Corum. Okay, he was a Heisman Trophy finalist. Um, the defense, again, no superstars, but guys that just are always in position. I think Max Dugan is going to be able to keep this game close. Um, but I think they'll, I think Michigan pulls away in the fourth quarter. I'll say like 31 17. Mm. something like that 31 17 late score score doesn't isn't indicative of how close it probably was maybe a pick six at the end or something mm. yeah mm. give me give me the wolf give me the wolverines mm. hail to the victors go blue mm-hmm. uh we have in the second playoff game second playoff game which i've seen videos of uh fake crowd noise and things like that this one's going to be fairly easy to pick. I hate picking it, but uh, we have the, the number four Ohio State Buckeyes facing off against the defending national champion. The reigning. Sorry, the reigning <laughs> defending right. uh-huh. SEC. Actually, yeah, they're the reigning SEC champion. They are also the national champion. National champion. Yeah, that, yeah. that defense, come, with a defense that was, I won't say they're as good as last year, but as much as they lost last year and they're still as dominant as they were last year. And I mean, they gave everybody fits mm-hmm. the Georgia Bulldogs. Mm-hmm. You want to take mm-hmm. this one first? Cause Oh, by the way, and this game is in Atlanta in the new mm-hmm. Mercedes Benz uh, stadium, which is basically a home game for them. Like an hour and a half drive up from that, from Athens. Yeah, about, about an hour, 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, it's a home game. <laughs> yeah, definitely a home game for for them. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! I mean, if Ohio State, if 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 Ohio State Ohio State has the speed to not only match but to surpass Georgia. They're physical enough defensively to disrupt Georgia's offense. I just think 
gosh, man. There's something about Georgia. It's something about Kirby's teams that they haven't gotten much respect all year long. Everyone's talking about the up and comings, the the TCUs, the USCs for a while. Blah blah blah. Georgia just kept handling business, week in, week out. Oh, they're gonna get there. Here comes Tennessee. Smackdown. Give me Georgia, and I don't think it's gonna be nice. I don't think this is gonna be pretty. I, I think the Bulldogs, the Bulldogs are going to Bulldog Ohio State, just like uh, when Alabama was in its heyday. And up-and-coming teams or was, was going to knock, this is the team that's going to knock them off. Yeah. <laughs> and Kirby's from the same branch. Yeah, Give so... This one's easy. So you set that up real nice for me. So I don't have to, you know, I don't have to dive too deep into this thing. Um, so Georgia is a six and a half point favorite. So they showed them some respect there. Um, I really don't see. I think this team's going to, I think they're going to get, they're going to dog. <laughs> As you said, I think they're going to dog Ohio State. Um, kind of like those Ohio State teams that faced off against LSU and Florida, and they might score one early touchdown, and then George, Kirby's like, "Hey, y'all, settle down, settle down." Uh, Ohio State starting running back Travion Henderson, who I said last year would be the he'd be a first round pick and he'd be rookie of the year. Uh, he did all of that. Um, he'll probably still be a first round pick one day, uh, but he's going to be. He had season ending surgery on his foot, on his left foot. So he's not playing in this game. Jackson Smith and Jigba is not playing in this game. Uh, he decided to sit out. He's he's saying, I value the NFL and, these mo- and his money over, um, you know, then winning a college. What's a college? I'm playing against Georgia. I, I'm not. We're not winning this game. So for what? So you're down two of your biggest weapons, right? Marvin Harrison Jr., He's going to be there. Keely Ringo is going to follow him the entire game. Okay. So we can erase him out of the game for this moment. He might get a couple, but he's essentially you can erase him out. Right. So Emeka Ibuka, he'll be there. Julian Fleming will be there uh, at the wide receiver spots. Those will be your, your top guys to watch uh, at the receiver position. Uh, Paris Johnson, who is a six, eight monster at offensive tackle. He'll have his hands full. Jalen Carter is going to give him and the rest of that offensive line fits. I, you know, the, you know, somebody asked me the other day, what's something that live that has free rent rental space in your brain. Jalen Carter picking up a, a grown man and just carrying him in his arms and pointing to the stands, like points to the scoreboard. Like, yeah, I do this. <laughs> yeah, I do this <laughs> with a pec injury <laughs> with a, Heck injury. Georgia has so much talent. Keely Ringo, Jalen Carter, Nolan Smith, and that's just on the defensive side. Uh, on the offensive side, whether it's McIntosh at running back, Stetson Bennett, Brock Bowers, who might be the best player in the nation uh, at tight end. Eric Gilbert says, I'm jumping in the portal. He's not even – he's not playing, and he he's one of the more the better athletes. 
Um, Darnell Washington, a six-seven tight end who can block and catch the football. Uh, McConkey, who is a who just ends up breaking guys' breaking guys' ankles or somehow catching a, a deep ball when you're like, hold on, he's he for obvious reasons. Why is he so fast? And yet he is still that fast. <laughs> I say all of this to say Georgia is going to beat the brakes off of off of Ohio State. I love CJ Stroud. I love the weapons he has. The one thing, the one little chink in CJ's armor is, well, he doesn't play well outside of structure and pressure. He's at his worst when pressure is in his face. You don't think Kirby watched that that Iowa game when pressure was in his face the entire game and he's just throwing picks left and right and barely got out of there? If I'm Kirby, I'm blitzing and I'm blitzing and I'm going to blitz some more. We good on the outside, right? We good on the inside, right? Ohio State. Mm, 35-10. Wow. Yeah, that kind of bad. CJ, they're my family now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's so bad. That's that's so bad. That's so bad. So bad. <laughs> this, yeah, just, just, just hear me out on this. When, like, when you hear their numbers, like defensively, Georgia is still really, really good. They're top fifteen in the country in yards allowed. They are number one in the country in rushing yards allowed. They are thirty fourth in the country in third down percentage. Teams are uh, are converting 20 – I'm sorry, 36 – actually, I'm sorry, 26% of their uh, third downs. That's just after losing N'Kobe Dean, Quay Walker, and Jordan Davis. Like, what? Hold on. Hold on. That makes no sense. I mean, a defense that dominated last year – who, by the way, dominated Michigan, so you kind of know where I'm going to go. I'll give you a little preview of where I might go if things go how we pick them. Uh, But, yeah, Georgia is – and then Stetson – we said Stetson Bennett was just a game manager. Nah, he didn't – he just parlayed that into being a Heisman candidate and being in an offense that is top 15 in the country in passing – or top 15 in total total offense – 11th in the country in yard in points, 39 points a game. When has Georgia ever scored 39 points a game? Mm. I mean, fit converting 50% of their third downs. They're third, uh, they are 33rd in the country in rushing yards. They're four yards short of averaging four, uh, 500 yards a game. Four. CJ. You know, one Steve Smith said once, ice up, son. <laughs> you might want. Yeah. Ice up, son. It's going to be a long one. It's going to be a long one. Yeah. And there's no Alabama to stop him, stop them this time. There's there's no – oh, Jamison Williams is kind of kind of hurt. Then he got hurt. But we were up. Yeah, there's none of that stopping this team now. So, who <laughs> Georgia might be on something right now. Ooh boy. Ooh boy. <laughs> I'm a little I'm a little scared of I'm a, I'm really legit kind of scared of what Georgia could do because see 
Alabama, when they went on their runs early, they didn't have offenses. Greg McElroy was a quarterback, right? Mm. Jacob Coker was an okay quarterback as a transfer. A.J. McCarron was like their best quarterback before before the Tua's and the Jalen Hurts came around. Like, really, really think about that. Really, really put that in. Like, they didn't have an off. They had weapons. But they didn't have a quarterback that could command an offense. Stetson Bennett, even if he is 25, commands this offense. And they are a well-oiled machine. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid of what Georgia could do. They could they could run off three, two or three more um, if Alabama doesn't save us from, from this. Come on, Coach Saban. We need you. Be afraid. <laughs> Be very afraid. Yeah. All right, folks, uh, that is our bowl game uh, picks, predictions, playoffs, playoffs. Yeah, playoffs. Uh, so kind of check in with us on Twitter, uh, CFB Overdrive. Uh, Rick Brown, where can they find you, sir, so they can kind of tell us that we were wrong if we're wrong? Yeah, Rick Brown 91. You know you, you know where I am on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't think we're going to be wrong. You can find me on Twitter, Fred Purdue CFB. Um, but if we are wrong, let us know. Um, but yeah, you can find us on Twitter, um, and we'll be and we'll be kind of tapped, we'll be kind of locked in on these games on social media. And until we come back next week to break it all down, stay safe and peace. Peace. <laughs>